Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, February 3rd. And this is for February 3rd through February 9th. Today, the moon is in Scorpio. How do you feel about that, Elmi? Fun. Nice. Because, you know, the Scorpio moon is fairly happy today. It formed a nice sextile with Mars earlier in the day. Mm. And it formed a nice trine with Neptune this afternoon. So maybe our actions and our emotions are in sync. Maybe not, but maybe. You might have also woken up to a surprise this morning as the moon opposed Uranus around 2 a.m., and the moon's going to form a sextile with Mercury around 7.30 p.m. Pacific time tonight. So that could lead to some pleasantness with our interactions and our communications. And then later this evening, the moon will enter Sagittarius around 10.30 p.m. Pacific time. And then the real party starts. Okay. At least for Saturday night, briefly. Sunday, February 4th, it might actually be a cranky start to your day, kind of a cranky morning. The reason for that is that the Sagittarius moon will be squaring Saturn, and that's around 11 a.m. Pacific time. So, you know, that could maybe put a little bit of a damper on Sunday fun day. Mm. Maybe you will find yourself at a cranky brunch on Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Mercury, the planet of communication, enters Aquarius around 9 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday, and it will remain in Aquarius until February 23rd. On the days Mercury changes signs, that can feel a little bit like a Mercury retrograde. And with Mercury shifting from Capricorn into Aquarius, the way we communicate will most likely shift as well. Mercury and Capricorn can be very terse, very Mm. to the point. And that can be actually great for, you know, cutting to the chase and exchanging ideas in a clear-cut way. With Mercury moving into Aquarius, you know, we're going to be more interested in socializing. Aquarius takes a broader, more big-picture view of life. It's not as detail-oriented as Capricorn. Mm. It's more about, hey, hanging out, socializing. Capricorn could be a little bit more about business sometimes. But with Mercury entering Aquarius, it's like, let's just hang out, have a nice chat. And Mercury in Aquarius is also more open to questioning things, more likely to challenge boundaries and to push boundaries. So a big shift as far as Mercury goes on Sunday. And again, there could be some clunkiness with communications on the day that Mercury changes signs. Also, Sunday evening, we're going to be feeling a Venus-Chiron square a little bit. Now, that aspect won't be exact until around 4 a.m. Pacific time on Monday morning, but we'll be feeling it Sunday, especially Sunday evening for sure, and then all day on Monday. And this square could bring some sadness around relationships. There could be some hurt feelings around relationships or around money. Now, the moon's going to remain in Sagittarius all day, and the Sagittarius moon will, will attempt at least to bring humor to things. Sagittarius always likes a good joke and tries to find light in things. Mm-hmm. But Monday, February 5th, now, there's already there's going to be a lot of activity on Monday. Let's oh. just put it that way. Okay. Monday's a very, very eventful day, perhaps. At least okay. the planets are, are quite active on Monday. So the first thing we'll be dealing with is that Venus-Chiron square that I mentioned. 
and it will be exact around 4 a.m. Pacific time on Monday. Venus is currently in Capricorn. Chiron is in Aries. Mm. This square suggests there could be a crisis in confidence. Oh. There could be some tension around the people we're interacting with on Monday, since this square will also be connecting to the North Node. So mm. Monday, I'd say be especially patient with people when you can. Some people you interact with on Monday, you know, they might really be going through some stuff and they might not tell you that they're going through that stuff. You know, they might mm. just come across as irritable and cranky so give people a break on monday if you can chiron is is very active on monday and again chiron is that asteroid that they say represents our hurts and our our wounds the the part of our psyche that never quite heals just Mm -hmm. those areas of our lives where we always feel a little vulnerable you know they say chiron the asteroid represents those things And Virgo is considered to be the sign that's most connected to Chiron because Virgo has this connection to healing. Chiron also suggested that even though, you know, it represents these vulnerable areas of our lives, that we can also heal from from these things too, potentially. Uh, But the sun is going to form a sextile with uh, Chiron on Monday, and the sun brings conscious awareness to things. So Mm. it could be that the sun is shining a light on our hurts and our wounds, And that can be uncomfortable, but it could also encourage us to talk about them. So there could be some healing involved on Monday as well. Maybe the square, the Chiron-Venus square motivates us to say that we're hurting, Mm. and then the Sun-Chiron sextile will help us to heal. We'll see. Mm. Now, also a, a, a fairly intense... Um, aspect on Monday is that Mercury is going to form a conjunction with Pluto on Monday. And a Mercury-Pluto conjunction, that suggests true detective season one vibes. It suggests very intense conversations. Uh I'm picturing Matthew McConaughey saying, I mean, everything was going great. And then all of a sudden, Mercury formed a conjunction with Pluto. (laughs) Next thing I know, there's a guy holding a gun to my head. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's going to be, you know, the it's going to be talking about very difficult things, perhaps maybe dark things, topics like war, oh, abuse, no. and torture. What? Yeah, I mean that's the Mercury-Pluto conjunction. It's not advertising. It's it's mm. like you know it's the parts of life that we don't like to talk about, okay. but also hopefully talking about these things in a in a constructive way. And a conjunction suggests harmony, but the subject matter, the topic of conversation, could potentially be dark you know Mm. pluto gets to the bottom of things pluto is the true crime documentary of the solar system now the sagittarius moon is mostly happy on monday so again sagittarius moon is going to try to bring some positivity to things monday has a lot going on though it really does Mm. and the sag moon is going to square neptune around 9 p.m pacific time before going void of course for about eight hours. The the moon Neptune square could bring some confusion to things. Mm. So we're maybe vulnerable, we're maybe having these dark, you know, conversations and then we're also confused about them. I mean it's just a real mixed bag on Monday. A lot of conflicting things going on here. Mm. But maybe some inspiration as well as some intuitive coming from this moon Neptune square. But also we might just feel tired and lethargic as well. So Monday's looking like there could be a lot of heaviness in the air, right. but, but maybe also feeling we're feeling empowered to handle it, to confront it, to work with it. Hopefully. Hopefully that's the way it'll go. But Monday, man, keep a journal. Let me know how it goes for you because I'm, I'm already feeling like it's going to be a, kind of a, a very big, big eventful day on Monday. 
Speaking of big, eventful signs, uh, I guess, I don't know. We're going to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Scorpio is a big, eventful sign. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. And we call this segment Ask a Scorpio. Now, Almy, the Grammys are happening tomorrow. Oh, yes. And you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. I guess the big story is it's kind of Taylor Swift versus Olivia Rodrigo as to who's going to take home the top Grammys. Uh, who's who's not or what are they nominated for? And, and who do you think might take home the the hardware? Hmm. They are both nominated in three categories. Album of the year, record of the year and maybe song of the year. I'm not. I don't quite remember. I don't know. I don't know who's going to take it. I could see either of them taking it. There could maybe be an upset. I think Album of the Year, that's the big one. I think that's the one where Lana Del Rey is also nominated. Oh, I love Lana. And SZA and uh, I don't remember who else. And I don't know. The Grammys are not... The Grammys for me are a little harder to predict, but... I think the Grammys tends to reward commercial success the most. So for that reason, I could see Taylor Swift getting it. Um, I could see Olivia Rodrigo getting it, though. And so, I don't know. I really don't know. Who do you, who do you think? Well, I guess if I'm hearing you correctly, is that Taylor's the favorite. So we're expecting Taylor to win. So if Olivia Rodrigo were to take it, she would be that would be considered a bit of an upset, maybe? I don't really know a lot we don't about know. the Grammys. Yeah, neither so do I. I'm not really sure. It seems so like it's... I know the year just started, so I guess looking back, it seems like it was Taylor Swift's year. Yeah. And that it still is. And that she has a lot of momentum. It seems like she's unstoppable, but who knows? I could see... Yeah. I, I don't really know. It could be someone completely uh, different. I mean, knows? Paul Giamatti could win, like a surprise <laughs> win from Paul Giamatti. We don't know. Right, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. That's why we watch and we tune in. Also, Elmi, there's going to be a performance I see by Billy Joel. Oh, really? And I know you like Billy Joel. You're a bit of a Billy Joel fan. Oh, sure. And Billy Joel is a Taurus. Oh. And as long as we're on the topic, Taylor Swift, I think, as we know, is a Sagittarius. Yes. Olivier Rodrigo is a Pisces. Oh. Billy Joel is a Taurus. Do you have a favorite Billy Joel song album or song Elmy as a Scorpio? I don't know. He's got a lot of I think like this it's called The Strangers the Album, right? That's mm-hmm. probably my favorite album that has a lot of his solid songs. So Oh, I think Vienna is probably my mm. favorite Billy Joel song. I think oh. that's from that album. It's a beautiful song. It is, right? It's currently on my Spotify playlist. Oh, which one? The mega one? Yeah, playlist one. Yes. I have one playlist. He does. Very original title called Playlist One. You update it throughout the year, right? I do. I do weed it out every now and then, but uh, that's my, my one playlist. It's called Playlist One, <laughs> and Billy Joel is currently on there with his song Vienna. You're a bu- bit of a music buff, aren't you? You could say that. Yes. Uh, I have songs by Billy Joel, Olivia Rodrigo, and Taylor Swift all on Playlist One right Whoa, now. Oh, Playlist One I'm is very unique. off the chain. Yeah, exactly. What's right. your favorite Billy Joel song? Mine? I like the, let me see, it's, it's off of Glass Houses. Mm, that's a good uh, one. You May Be Right, I May Be mm-hmm. Crazy. It's, yes, it's called You May Be Right, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, I also like It's Just a Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that <laughs> off Glass Houses? Weird video. Yes, I think so. Okay. 
doesn't okay. matter. And now, what is your favorite Olivia Rodrigo song? My favorite Olivia Rodrigo song is the the one that's on my playlist, and it's about you have a few of those. Why why can't two people? I yes, I know that he's my ex. <laughs> can't two people? Bad can, idea, right? Bad idea, right? Yeah, that's my favorite Olivia Rodrigo song. Okay, well, you have a few Olivia Rodrigo songs on that playlist, so that's yeah. why I was asking. Yeah, that's the one I can think of, but there are others. Mm-hmm. That I also enjoy. Great. They're all on Playlist 1. Playlist 1. Check it out. All right. His name on Spotify is Dotman69. That's correct. Dotman69 is the username. I cannot deny that because that is the truth. So that is our in-depth Grammys preview show for Mm -hmm. you. I hope you learned a lot on on this Ask a Scorpio segment as well as uh, Grammys history and music in general. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Almy, as always, for sharing. Absolutely. Okay, we left off with Tuesday, Tuesday, February 6th. Tuesday is a much quieter day than Monday, I'll yeah. tell you that right now. The moon will enter Capricorn around 4 a.m. on Tuesday, mm. and the Capricorn moon will sextile Saturn. Mm. It will trine Jupiter. Overall, it's kind of a nice day for the moon, so hopefully our collective mood will be more in order on right, Tuesday. Things. the moon is our mood. The moon is our mood. Say? That's correct. Yes. Yep. And Wednesday, February 7th, the moon will continue to be in Capricorn all day. Mm. Venus now is going to form a trine with Uranus on Wednesday. So that could lead to sort of breakthroughs in relationships is what I scribbled down. Breakthroughs in relationships, new ways of working with existing relationships, or maybe just completely brand new relationships altogether. You know, I was talking about Venus squaring Chiron on Sunday and Monday of this week and how that could put a real strain on our relationships. Mm -hmm. But by Wednesday, because of this Venus-Uranus trine, you might have a fresh start with the relationships in your life. So hold out hope for Wednesday Mm. of this week. If by chance your Monday is kind of lousy, mm. hope returns on Wednesday. Okay. Mars will also sextile Neptune on Wednesday. With Neptune and Mars working together harmoniously like this, Neptune could bring some gentleness to Mars, maybe cool the hot flames that Mars mm. brings to the table. Mars, of course, the planet of war and aggression. And it also suggests being mindful of your actions mm. with this Neptune-Mars sextile because you might want to take things slow because Mars likes to do everything fast, quickly. It wants to be the first. And Neptune is going to most likely slow down Mars on Wednesday. Mm. Even though this is a positive aspect, it's still the Neptune influence is probably going to slow down Mars. Mars can't just run unbridled and do whatever Mars Mm. does. So our actions could be a little bit accident prone on Wednesday if we are rushing around too much or trying to force the issue. The moon's going to conjunct Mars in the evening on Wednesday, so our emotions could be a little fired up as a result. So Mm. we might find that we are actually a bit hot-headed, maybe even a little impulsive, reactionary on Wednesday. So um, practice patience if you can on Wednesday. Also with Monday, as I mentioned, those are the kind of the two big days for practicing patience this week. And then you can be completely impatient for the rest of your life. But just Monday and Wednesday, make a note. Great. Um, The moon will conjunct Venus on Wednesday as well. So there will be some good vibes, pleasantness out there. And the moon will also sextile Neptune. So... Wednesday's another kind of mixed bag. You know, we're going to have some dreamy, peaceful vibes out there, but also maybe some hot energy from Mars as well. Mm. So try to find that balance. Take like an aggressive bath on Wednesday. Mars, Neptune, I don't know, fire, water. 
take a aggressive, aggressive bath. bath. Yeah, that's that's your advice for Wednesday, Thursday, February eighth, around three a.m. Pacific time. The sun will square Uranus. There, that could lead to shakeups, sudden endings, sudden beginnings, doing things differently. It's earthquake kind of energy. I'm not saying there's going to be an earthquake, but it's that shakeup energy. Oh. We could also be feeling impulsive. And the moon is going to enter Aquarius around 6 a.m. on Thursday. So the sun, moon, and Mercury will all be in Aquarius on Thursday. Plus Uranus, Aquarius's ruling planet, is very active on Thursday because of that sun-Uranus square. So Thursday is a very Aquarian day. Mm. We will be in the dark of the moon as well. The energy will be winding down from this most recent moon cycle. This is going to be the day before a new moon. Mm. So some people like this quiet stillness. I tend to get a little wacky feeling out of sorts because I'm a full moon baby. But new moon, the energy tends to wind down. It's a little quieter, a little still. Um, if you like that energy, go for it. Otherwise, you might find you're a little tired or maybe want to rest or just take a little extra time for yourself. The Aquarius moon on Thursday will conjunct Pluto around 7 a.m. Pacific time, so that can bring some heavy feelings to the mix, some heavy emotions. The moon will also conjunct Mercury later in the day, so our communications could be a bit emotional or maybe we feel more compelled to share our feelings. Friday, February 9th, we have a new moon in the sign of Aquarius. Oh. You might find you want to have a new social network. Oh. Aquarius is all about socializing. It's all about the communities in your life. Mm. And with new moons, we set new intentions or start new beginnings maybe. So you might be looking at, hey, can I bring some new people into my life? Oh. You know, so at the beginning, you know, and it's possible some relationships could end this week or new ones begin. It's really this mm. week is all about, I'd say, relationships. Oh. And there could be some herky jerkiness, some comings, some goings. But uh, the new moon is going to be exact at 3 p.m. Pacific time on Friday. And then the moon will be void, of course, for about 15 hours. Mm. The moon will be void until Saturday around 6 a.m. Mm. So if you find that you're exhausted by this week, mm -hmm. Friday starting around 3 p.m. Pacific time, once the moon goes void, you might be able to duck out and take a break and catch your breath people might not be looking to reach out to you or connect with you because of that void of course moon it's usually not the best time to initiate things or reach out to people mm. so you might be able to catch up on rest uh, friday night maybe and it will also give us plenty of time to mull over our new moon intentions with that 15-hour void. Also on Friday, the moon will square Uranus about two and a half hours before the new moon is exact. So again, the planet Uranus will be very involved this week, and it's also going to be involved with the new moon, encouraging us to make some changes, think outside the box, take the road less traveled. Mm. Uranus is open to experimentation. It does not consult the owner's manual. It def it defies convention. You know, it's looking to be different. So with this new moon, in what areas of your life would you like to be different? Or what areas of your life could you use some healthy rebellion? You know, mm. focus on those things. Maybe make a bold choice or two. And all those Aquarian ideas about how we're all connected and, you know, doing what's right for the group, doing what's best for everyone, regardless of race, color, and creed. Uh, Pluto and Capricorn, you know, when Pluto wasn't Capricorn up until recently, Capricorn, you know, keeps track of things, it categorizes things, it keeps 
keeps things separate. That's Capricorn's job. But Pluto is in Aquarius now, and Aquarius is the water barrier. It believes in flow. It doesn't work with boundaries. It doesn't work with borders. Mm. It sees us all as one, mm -hmm. and it's open to any and all ideas. Mm. You get the idea. Yes. Sunday, February 10th, we're going to have the Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year, Year of the Dragon. And then the following week, now the following week after this one, this week, if this week ends up being eventful, and it might, uh, in in some ways, it could be a primer for the following week because oh. the week after this one could be even more intense. Oh no! Yeah, the week after this one, we're gonna have Mars changing signs. It's gonna enter Aquarius on Monday, February twelfth, and then the big one is that Mars is gonna conjunct Pluto on Tuesday, February thirteenth. And when Mars and Pluto get together like that, you know, it's kind of like Mars and Pluto are on steroids. Uh oh. Uh, the last time we had a Mars-Pluto conjunction was March third, twenty twenty-two. It happens about once every two years. But um, we'll talk more about that next week. I think yeah. that's plenty to chew on for yes. now. Let's, let's break this down into smaller pieces. So, Please. Anyway, thank you as always for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. We hope you enjoy the Grammys. <laughs> and we love you. And Almy, I think, is going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take our deep breaths. And I like to start this by let's release some tension. So first, before we do that, get into a nice, comfy spot. This won't take long, but it's nice to be comfy. I'll give you a moment to get settled. And let's just release that tension that we may be holding in our forehead. Release your brow between your eyes. Travel down and release the tension in your jaw. And release the tension in your shoulders. If you would like to close your eyes while we take our deep breaths, you may close them now. And let's take that first slow, deep breath in and out. In, out. And in, and out. Thank you for joining us this week. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Something About Astrology, and we are on TikTok at Something About Astrology underscore. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. A great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.